You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. Got a question about healthcare, dieting, exercising? Give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Ron Young. Good morning, London. Great to have you here. Saturday mornings, 10 a.m., only on AM 980, your favorite news channel. Mm-hmm. We're giving you all things health and fitness for the next half hour. I mean, less a few commercials and such. And Sitting across up. from me, <laughs> Peter Martone. <laughs> Pete, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing well, Ron. Good. So, we're, you're already laughing, so I know it's going to be a good show today. Well, we just got the... I think we got the giggles in well, studio today. It's going to be 11 degrees this afternoon. I think How everybody's a little optimistic, a little, you know, did, can we say the groundhog is right? I would like to. But he, it seemed like he was wrong last week. Yeah, I guess so. It was like... But he, you got to give him four weeks, right? Because he's like, you he uh, can only tell he's, so he's not far that in advance. Yeah. <laughs> he is I love that. Where did we get that? I, I'm sure there's traditions and such of Groundhog Day, but I hear I heard in Manitoba, I guess the groundhog passed away and they just canceled it. Oh no! Yeah, something like that. It just it doesn't it. mean as much. Well, in Port Stanley, I mean the Taz show was there a couple weeks ago and they did a skinny pig. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Just on February second, how about everybody who has a small pet or rodent, just take it outside at <laughs> six a.m. and see if it sees its shadow. Yeah, I think the results may be the same. <laughs> I'm gonna take my dog outside. He's he's pretty short to the ground. Mm-hmm. See what he says. Nice weather though. It's good to be outside. Great, and it's supposed to go up to a high of eleven yeah, today. Yeah, I can't I believe just, that. Yeah, um, I think that kind of will get people outside doing more activities outside, right? Which is fantastic, yep. especially kind of, for your blood pressure, Yes, which we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. a little bit later today. Yeah, I'm assuming that the Springbank Park is going to be melting. It's going to be nice to get on the path out there. Yeah. Obviously, everybody was bundled in this past week because it was absolutely freezing cool. Yeah. So get outside this weekend. Especially on my side streets. I'm really glad that I have my Fitbit, and I'm pleased to say that I won the challenge this past week. Um, and for Jessica, Michelle, and Carrie, who who are the losers, uh, I just <laughs> no want one's to a loser, Ron. Well, I guess everybody everybody wins, really stepped it up, but uh, you just stepped it up a little uh, higher. Yeah, right? I've been really focusing on my steps this week, and a lot of that comes from the fact that I live on a small side street, and you know the plows <laughs> didn't bail me out until I think it was Tuesday night. So yeah. if you can imagine all the stone accumulation Saturday. Trying to get my car out, and you know how my car is, Pete. Mm. Like no. he'd put that thing to bed if uh, <laughs> if he owned it. I would. Um, but you know I, I, that kind of encouraged me because I'm like, look, I'm in a deep freeze here, tons of snow. I better get out and get moving. And my my dog, he's he, <laughs> if he could own a Fitbit, I'm sure he would. But um, fitness trackers are the way to go at this time of year, especially some people don't realize how little they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, all it takes is a 30 minutes on the treadmill, um, you know, uh, on top of your regular activity. And, and quite honestly, you'll be able to get close to that 10,000 goal uh, with just that extra little boost. Yep, so, I agree. Um, we got a lot going on at MedPoint. Pete, I want your uh, opinion on a couple of different things because you just brought in a couple of new flavors of bars. So for people listening, they like the protein bars. Mm-hmm. Um, the MedPoint team... Uh, specifically Pete and our dietitians and, and nutritionists, 
um, have engineered and designed this bar with with whole ingredients. And Pete, we got a couple new flavors. You can talk about them for a minute. Yeah, we. Our first order, we obviously had the vanilla almond and the peanut butter apple, and people have, were asking for uh, a nut-free or a, a limited nut edition. So obviously, I created the double chocolate. Right. Now, chocolate obviously it sounds okay, sweet, unhealthy. No, we're using a dark chocolate. Um, uh, Just gives you that little sweet taste. Exactly, yeah. and, and that one has a higher protein content, which people will like because lots of fiber in that one too. Yes, tons of fiber. So some people are not used to the higher fiber fiber diet. They may want to have half a bar, kind of get used to it before yeah. they consume the whole thing. But calorie counts low on both of them. The other one is the cashew quinoa cherry, and Ron, mm-hmm. you love that one. Love it was one. it's a more of a lighter bar, kind of have a crunchy from the quinoa. Yeah, delicious. That one's a low calorie kind of afternoon post-workout snack and they all taste great so if you're interested give us a call um check out our website and uh let's go from there yeah sounds great i mean i remember back how many months those two months ago we were testing the new kinds a few months ago yeah me and pete you know we uh kind of binge ate on that uh on the protein bars they they were good and we (laughs) we consumed a a little too much, I'd say, but Probably like four bars each. But it was sacrifice for the good. For the, yes, of exactly. The people. It was for the good of the so people. So we have awesome protein bars. They're proper portion size, mm-hmm. uh, as well as proper nutrition breakdown. Now keep this in mind: if you want the bars, get in contact with us because these are awesome. Yep. If you think eating a Cliff Bar is doing you good. You better think again because the sugar content in those and and, and all the other macronutrients and micronutrient breakdowns. Yeah, and not just that. Just check out. Go to the grocery, go to the grocery store or the gas station wherever you buy that protein bar over the chocolate bar, which is probably a better thing. But look at the sugar content. Mm-hmm. You may get more protein in it, but the sugar is just the same. And if you're one of those ones listening right now and you're like, "Oh, these MedPoint guys are just toting their product," well, we are. Yeah. But. Uh, it, Costco has those old protein yeah. bars and stuff, and they're actually not too bad either. So exactly. If you're a Costco person, check those out too. We, we just, just care want your health. Go ahead, Pete. That, that's all we want is <laughs> we just want to be sure that you're eating the right thing. We want to be health conscious and see that's, that's how it. much we care about people's health. We like think in the same ways. Yeah. We like we're like stumbling over each other's sentences here. Oh my goodness. I'm finishing your sentence. You're finishing mine. Well, that's yeah. all right. Yeah, it's all right. It's all good. This is this is chemistry. We've been doing this show for so so dang long. It's, it's been a while now. Over well, it's been like a year and a half anyway. Yeah. Informing the public they, on health. They haven't kicked us off, so no. I can only assume that's good. And a big thank you to Matt who produces our show. He's yeah. such a great guy. You can yeah. follow him on Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. He's a he's a great guy. Again. Yes, Trevithick. <laughs> we'll throw that last name out there. Um, uh, anyways, getting back to the program. Uh, blood pressure. So, Pete, uh, we kind of tested the team, and, and we were trying to figure out what a consensus blood pressure would be mm-hmm. uh, in order to halt exercise or, or perhaps um, be of a concern. And a resting blood pressure of over 140 in the systolic dimension, uh, I think, would be a little bit higher than, obviously, the normal is 120, mm-hmm. right? Yes. But take into consideration that your systolic blood pressure, the number on the top, jumps around pretty quickly from just going from a seated to a stand. It yes. it, 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 it raises, sorry. Yeah. Coughing, it raises. Uh, just walking around the block, it, it raises really quickly. It's yeah. the diastolic one that I'm sure you're going to get to that stays very similar to what it is throughout yes. exercise. Yes. So. 
So if you think of your heart, it's obviously a pump. It's a muscle that's uh, stimulated by electrical current. And thank goodness that electrical current continues to flow throughout our body because otherwise we'd all be dead. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the systolic is when the heart is pushing blood away from the heart. Mm-hmm. And that's that first kind of with the with the heartbeat, it goes, did it, right? Mm-hmm. It's that do, that first thump. It's, it's, it's the pressure that's in your arteries at that point. So if there is a lot of resistance, if there is a lot of plaque buildup, if there's a lot of, you know, different factors going into play here, that systolic pressure is going to go up because there's more resistance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Di- diastolic is when the blood's coming back to the heart and it kind of opens the chambers. And uh, that that typically normal is 80. Mm-hmm. If you're getting close to 100, maybe that's more reason for concern. And yep. certainly if you are exercising and going over 100, then that's probably more of a concern yeah, too. Yeah, and we also have to look at the other side of it. So um, if your blood pressures are too low, that mm-hmm. could be a concern. Yeah. But ideally maybe 110 70 that yeah. that's that's an excellent blood pressure excellent. but if you're getting down to 90 50s there might be something to be other concerned about right and if you're exercising mm-hmm. uh, it's important to note that your systolic can go over 200 if you you know i know it sounds kind of dangerous if you don't have any history uh, of of uh, heart events in your family or anything like that and you're doing a 10 minute run or something don't be too alarmed mm-hmm. if it gets closer up to you know, 220, 230, 240 yeah. when you're exercising, then I would maybe check it back yeah, a little I, bit. Yeah, I would definitely slow down, mm-hmm. kind of reduce the blood pressure a little bit at that point. Um, and then maybe, yeah, like you said, just go get it checked out. Make sure it isn't a concern. And, or, I mean, blood pressure cuffs nowadays are relatively inexpensive. I mean, and mm-hmm. you can get a pretty good one for 50 to 100 bucks. Yeah. And one other thing is that don't just take your blood pressure once and be like, Holy smokes, my blood pressure is high. Yeah. I got to be concerned. Or low. Ta- or low. Or low. Yeah, exactly. Take it over the course of seven days around the same time of the day. Yes. And therefore, you can get an average, and therefore, that would be the one you'd be looking at and kind of comparing to the norms. Yeah, find the trend. Exactly. Yeah. Don't just take it once and uh, be shocked at what if it either is too high or too low. Yeah. Average it out. Or take it and think that you're in the clear. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's a common mistake. People make great point, uh, Pete. And, uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to be talking about how blood pressure is affecting, uh, teenagers and their drinking habits, as well as is your doctor too tired? We'll find out after this break. Stay tuned. You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. The most interesting health news, advice, and your calls at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Once again, here's your host, Ron Young. Hey, welcome back to the program. Ron Young here, sitting across from me, Peter Martone, kinesiologist at MedPoint Healthcare Center and MedPoint Fitness Division. Mm-hmm. Pete, doing well today, warmer today. I love it. Goodness, I I love the when the sun comes out and it's warm, especially with what we just experienced. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, Uh, Pete. When we were leaving blood pressure, we were talking about blood pressure when we left for the break. There, Mm -hmm. Um, have you tested yours recently? Do you have any idea? When was the last time I tested it? No, I couldn't tell you. It wasn't too long ago, but I I I didn't really have a concern. Which I'm. I mean, we're regular exercisers too. So if I was, if I did notice a trend of it being high, then there may be. Yeah, I'll have to change himself, change yeah. something up. True, I always like going to Rexall or Pharma Plus or whatever, and get it done. Yeah, or uh, Shoppers yep. or whatever, and they have those automatic machines. 
Um, but we encourage everybody, if you don't have uh, access to a blood pressure cuff, maybe consider going out and getting one. Yep. Or come down, go to your walk-in clinic, your doctor, he can tell you your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I forgot to mention, Pete, that's really good to note is the resting heart rate kind of goes along with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're stressed, if your heart is working at higher beats per minute throughout the entire day, then you're putting your your heart under a, a larger load than um, you know, maybe Peter, I, I, I know mine's around 55 uh, I'm, beats per. I think I'm a little higher. I think I'm like around 65, 70. Yeah. Maybe that's a little, seems a little high. You got more muscle you. though. You got more blood to shoot around that body, man. Possibly. Yeah. So anyways, it's kind of just a good marker to go by. I mean, obviously under 50 is a uh, bradycardia, yep. which is a slower heart resting heart rate. And, uh, over, I think it's 80 or 90 is tachycardia, yeah. which is high. I'll I'll add to this is that so during exercise, uh, a kind of a, an easy measure to know where a max heart rate for you would be was you take 220 and minus your age from that. So yeah. if you're 40 years old, 220 minus your age, 180, that would be an ideal max heart rate for you. So if you're working above that rate, mm-hmm. slow it down. Yes. Because not only is your heart rate really high, uh, heart's beating really fast, your blood pressure has got to be high too. Oh, exactly. So, um, so Pete, they looked at this, uh, binge drinking in young adults. So if you're what, 18 to 24, listen up because this, or if you, I was going to say, if you own a kid, <laughs> if you have a kid who's 18 to 24, you listen up because this can affect their health. Yep. But, um, you know, they, they, they did this study and they found that, uh, high blood pressure in this age group is related to chronic diseases. Mm-hmm. And what they found was, uh, they classified as binge drinking which, Pete, you said was? It was five or more alcoholic beverages in less than two hours. Right. And you have to be doing this frequently. We believe that frequently this article is saying is three to four times a week. Yeah. We're we're assuming. So it doesn't actually seem too much, too too hard to accomplish this task if you look at it. But if you're doing it a lot of days in a row, then I would be considered... You'd be considered binge drinking. Oh, yeah. Especially, yeah. Just make sure that you're following up with it. And sometimes it's just habit breaking. Like, I like to have a beer after work. And, you know, I'd come to the end of the week and I'd already have six beers gone. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, my wife kind of reeled me in and said, you know, I think, you, not that it was an issue, but it was like, uh, you know, I think you're, you know, having quite a bit of beer. And I thought, well, eh, I don't know if I am. Yeah. The, this article says that that it believes that four out of ten young adults, like you said, 18 to 24, take part in this. So mm-hmm. that's a lot. And it say that's 40% of the population that's going to be facing high blood pressure, chronic diseases yeah. later in life. Heart disease, that's a That's a huge stress on the health system. And so. w- going back to the blood pressures, I mean, at rest, these guys are 140 or above. So that's, that's really high. If you're not even exercising, mm-hmm. you're just, if you were just sitting in your couch uh, or on your couch, um, you have a blood pressure of over 140, you know, mm-hmm. And you're 18 to 24 years old, yikes. You know, you haven't had a lot of life to live yet to to have your blood pressure already acting up. So, I mean, the team also found during this study that 85% of those who drank heavily at age 20 continued to do so at age 24. So that kind of goes along with what I was saying about the habit forming you know, maybe a lot of people just have a hard time breaking that habit and you, you'll you do what you're used to. Yeah, right? exactly. So 85% of those people who took part in the study continue drinking high amounts. And obviously that's going to be leading to 
higher blood pressure for longer periods of time. So, so I would argue that those 85% of people or young adults are going to have, they're probably waiting for a heart event to happen before they're going to write the ship. Or maybe kids will settle them down or maybe s- something else. Mm-hmm. But definitely be aware of how much you're consuming uh, with alcohol. Uh, it can be enjoyed responsibly. And, uh, you know, that's all we have to say about that, really. Mm-hmm. So we like that because it flowed with our blood pressure. You like that flow? Jeez, <laughs> oh, Ron. We should uh, actually uh, tell tell a quick joke, right? Kind of lighten the Stage mood. Stage is yours, bit. Ron. Ta- well, Taz, he kept feeding us. He said, "You should give your listeners an ab workout by making <laughs> them laugh so hard." Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That so I got to do him some justice, and um, we got to say a, a quick joke here. So, okay. what's what's uh, your favorite exercise to do over lunch, Pete? I don't know, Ron. What is it? A lunge. A lunge. Because it's on your lunch break. Ah. <laughs> oh, Ron. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, this might be the first and last segment for this. Hey, we'll give it a shot again next week. Okay. I think I think it was just because it was our first one. Yeah. Maybe I'll say one next week. Well, you're like, I'm a dad, so I mean, I got that kind of cheese ballish kind of Hey, but humor. the dad bod's in right now. Dad bod's in. Well, so is a man bun, so I mean... Dad. What is this world coming to? <laughs> anyway, uh, Pete, the other article that I wanted to talk to you about was this, is your doctor too tired? And I'll give a shout out to a couple of the doctors that I know, um, obviously finishing up their residency in, 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 uh, in school right now in the hospitals. And my goodness, their schedules just sound absolutely ridiculous. Yes. Like 12-hour shifts. More than that. Overnight it, stuff. O- on call all the time. Yeah. And, of course, we have uh, Jeff on our team, uh, on our curling team. Yeah. And he's a general surgeon. Yeah, and he's has to miss games because he's on call, and it's yeah. 7.30, 8 o'clock at night, and he's, I know he starts his day bright and early, so. Yeah. So, I mean, Pete, me and you, we work eight, nine-hour days, right? Yep. Like, we're kind of keep it around that, that level, yep. and then, of course, we come in on Saturday, so it's even more hours, mm-hmm. and... You know, let's hope Alex is listening here. He's down in Punta Cana right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it is it is kind of interesting. I mean, I feel after I put in a 40, 45-hour work week and, and have the kids at home and stuff, and I know you play a lot of extracurricular sports, you're, you're, you're toast by the end of the day. Yeah, and you know? especially with somebody with such an important or vital role in your life, like a doctor, mm. you don't want them being tired at that point. You don't want them making mistakes. Don't want them a yeah. kind of diag- misdiagnosing or just kind of just mistreating you. Yeah. And it's this idea of this marathon 24 to 26 hour doctor shift. So even though the doctor might get a day or two off, I mean, still you're working them to a point where they haven't been able to cognitively shut off mm-hmm. for 24, 26 hours. And I mean, uh, this kind of goes along, uh, they did the marketplace on this. If you want to check it out, it's on cbc.ca. But pilots, truck drivers, bus drivers aren't allowed to work for more than 13 or 14 continuous hours. But many of Canada's 12,000 resident doctors, shout out to Dave and Lucas and a bunch of great guys that we know, um, may be working almost twice that between 24 and 26 hours. So, I mean... Sleep deprivation, you have to worry, especially if it's if it's our buddy Jeff on the curling mm-hmm. team. You wouldn't want him being tired, taking out your gallbladder or fixing your hernia, right? Yeah, no. And it 
it's it's not like he's making those decisions. He's assigned that job and he has to do it. So where is the where where are we going wrong here? Yeah, making our doctors work in such an important role. And this marketplace, I love marketplace because they're pretty thorough with everything. Yes. But the 2012 report by Resident Doctors of Canada found that more than 80 percent of residents surveyed said that fatigue compromises the quality of care that they can give to patients. So if 80 percent of those 12,000 doctors are saying that, then you know that's that's a good consensus. I mean, yeah. what is it for the House of Commons? What do you need, like 60% or something to get the majority? Like, yeah. I mean, 80%, that's a, that's a huge number. So something has to change in that respect because we don't want our doctors being, making mistakes. And it, we, like, obviously if I was the one that he was tending to and he mm-hmm. made a mistake, I would feel horrible. I'd be like, what are you doing? Why did you make a mistake? But now that we hear these numbers, they're working 26 hours. Yeah. I don't. It's not all on him. Exactly. Um, just real quick, I know we're running out of time here. Um, the research found that residents who worked several long shifts a month reported 300% more fatigue-related medical errors than result that resulted in a patient's death. Can you believe that? And those who worked shifts longer than 24 hours made 460% more serious diagnostic mistakes compared to when they worked shorter shifts. So doctors, get your rest. We love you guys. Stay healthy. Think of your own health and, uh, you know, caring for others, sometimes that's neglected. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's all the time we got for today. Pete, thanks for joining me. My pleasure, Ron. And uh, we'll have another great episode for you next week, Saturday at 10 a.m. Visit us at medpoint.ca for more information on our programs. Take care. Have a great weekend.